Hello, colleagues, and welcome back to another episode of the Lido's Vision podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Glenn, with our producer, Daniel Scheppel, and I have with me today my business partners, CEO of Valido's Kim Schaefer and CTO of Valido's Andre Van Hotskoon. Both of them have decades of experience working in the utility industry and both on the provider side as well as working with utilities to help them find the right solutions. Today, both are industry advocates looking for new ways to improve the the industry that we work in. And on today's episodes, we're going to discuss what the utility industry can learn from the exciting world of online dating. Uh, This topic came up. Uh, because I remembered something an old boss had told me that sales is like dating. And after spending some time in the sales and marketing side of our industry, I couldn't agree more. There's always two parties involved. Um, They're always trying to make some type of connection or build a relationship to find mutual benefits. Just like dating, not all efforts turn out to be um, the best or fruitful. You know, they might not always result in benefits. Um, but the best relationships are always between two partners that are very communicative, open, and have that communication. And whether that be a business relationship or a personal one, we can all learn um, from those good relationships. Today, we want to discuss what providers and utilities can learn from the change in the dating world. There's been an explosive change, or what I would say is explosive, from traditional ways to finding a mate, whether that be maybe at a supermarket back in the day or at a dance, (laughs) Um, but to the new world of online dating. We're going to break this topic up into a few podcasts, um, because in my opinion, just like a relationship, there's many parts to to dissect um, and different perspectives to discuss. And I want to be clear when we talk about online dating, I'm not talking about the Tinder where it's the super quick relationships, you know, one-time meetup potentially. I'm talking about those paid services that you might see commercials for online, like a match or any harmony, people that are looking for that long-term relationship and using technology to find that. Um, those solutions, everyone's looking for that long-term relationship. When they sign up, they know that there's a commitment there. Um, And they're typically in a relationship um, where, you know, there's two parties that are extremely committed to both finding the right partner. Um, And within those relationships, there's always one person, there's typically, I should say, one person courting while the other person is being courted. So for today's podcast, we're going to be specifically focusing on those people that do the courting, which in our utility industry are providers. And we're going to talk about should they be look those providers look for new ways to find utilities and what can they learn from online dating? What is the things that they can t- take from that technology today and apply it to our industry? I know that my two business partners here don't have a ton of online dating experience. Um, so I'll try to share my perspective on online dating and how the, you know, that technology, that process can really benefit our industry. Um, But I thought we could start the conversation off um, at the beginning. Um, So Kim and Andre, you guys have both worked for providers and have been a part of sales processes from a little bit different perspectives. You know, Andre, you've been on the solution side as an architect versus Kim, you've been that direct salesperson, setting up meetings, taking those meetings, driving to contract. Um, So I wanted to ask you both, what do you think is the best way for a provider in today's 
utility industry to find and connect with the utility? And then how do you think it could be better? So I'll open it up. Shannon, thanks yeah. for, for the intro and for putting this series together. Um, I'm, I'm smiling here because I think it's such an interesting comparison in our industry. So, and we always have fun just kind of batting it around. But to your specific question, you know, I, I think I would divide that into a couple of components because I think there's there's sort of the pre-COVID world and the and the post-COVID world. And in 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 the pre-COVID world, the best way for a provider to find and connect with the utility, um, not that it was the best way, but it was these were some of the only ways. And this is speaking from my my days as a sales rep. And how did I how did I do that and, and try to find utilities that we're maybe looking for the products and or services that, you know, I represented at that time. And so, so in the pre-COVID world, um, the best ways were absolutely conferences and events. And, and I say the best way because it was an in-person interaction. There might be lots of, of utilities that are in attendance and, and it's kind of like a happy hour mixer, if you will. So you can meet a lot of people. Does that necessarily mean you're you're meeting the right people for that long-term relationship that you know are really looking for that? Or are they just kind of kicking some tires type of thing? But in any case, you get to meet a lot of people in a in a concentrated uh, amount of time. So conferences, events, places you know where that that utilities will be, especially if they're looking for technology and services that you might sell. Um, I also think uh, one of the best ways for providers to connect is, you know, in the dating world, we might say it, say it's, you know, friends of friends, right? In the, in, in the context of what we're talking about, it would be industry professionals, um, analysts, consultants, um, having that network of, of people that you keep in touch with that work for other providers, you know, that might be competitors, but people you've known or colleagues in the industry, analysts, um, consultants, um, friends that you've kind of developed in your network along the way, having consistent telephone calls, meetings, those types of things, just to stay in touch, and you get a lot of nuggets about who might be who might be looking and what they're looking for. Um, that's a great way to kind of figure out what what utilities are looking for what, and that might relate to what you're representing. Um, I think that's a great way to, to try to understand what utilities um, are doing and, and maybe a way to connect with them. My least favorite of those, but they seem to be sort of a norm, is RFP chasing is, is what I like to call it. Um, it's not a, a great way to connect with utilities, but it, it's almost like the eHarmony and the, um, what's the other one you mentioned, Shannon? Yeah. eHarmony and Match, right, where it's an official, like, We've invested time as a utility. We're putting out here, here's what we're looking for, right? So, <laughs> and you're just kind of taking the bait there and saying, oh, okay, I can, I can, I think I can match up with this and I'm, I'm going to respond to that. So RFP chasing um, pre-COVID and, and even post-COVID, I, I think are, are ways that, that that can be done. I'm not a huge fan because I like to maybe have a conversation and not just kind of um, respond back with, okay, here's how I can meet your requirements. Um, a little bit of conversation interaction maybe is a little bit better than that. Um, Post-COVID, I think things have been uh, a little more challenging because conferences and events like we've discussed have kind of 
gone by the wayside. We've had to figure out how do we do this as providers? How do we connect with utilities without having these conferences and in-person events? And it's it's um, served to be quite a challenge for providers, I think. So I would lean heavily on, you know, industry professionals, analysts, consultants, keeping your network and staying in constant communication to see what's going on and what utilities might be looking for what services. So you have to rely very heavily on that. Um, you have to rely very heavily on RFP chasing and, and are those coming out and, and um, finding out and, 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 and looking at, at the various RFPs that utilities have out. And I think what people have realized post-COVID is, man, without this in-person connect and, and being able to set up meetings with the utilities, we're really relying heavily on digital means to, to connect with utilities. And unfortunately, in our industry, we don't necessarily have a great way to um, go online and, and figure out how to connect with utilities. A lot of utility folks are not on LinkedIn. Um, you know, there, there are a good bit, but that's not their main source of kind of trying to connect with providers and, and finding out what the, what the industry has to offer. Google searches, if your SEO is is great as a provider, yeah, you might be found and, and they connect with you in some way and submit something randomly to your website. Um, unfortunately, also from a digital perspective, we may send marketing emails and see if people are clicking on them to get some sort of attention or lead. Um, but a lot of those go straight to spam or get filtered out through email filters. So they're not quite as successful as we'd, we'd like them to be from a provider perspective. So I think we're really at a quandary um, and really see a need for a better, a better digital means of, of being able to connect with utilities and, and understand um, how we might be able to serve them. Kim, let me add to that. I I was thinking when you asked the question, Shannon, what do you think that is the best way for a provider to find connect with utilities today? I look at the long term relationships that I've uh, experienced with utilities as a provider throughout my career. And looking back, I don't think there is one best way. I think if I look at the long term successful relationships between utilities and providers that I've been involved with and then trace that back to how did that relationship start? It's varied in each of the circumstances. Uh, it might have been an RFP chase. It might have been an off chance meeting at a conference, or it even might have been, um, you know, a friend of a friend or a relationship that someone had had. But I think it's not one best way that I can recall that uh, 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 utilities seem to find, or providers seem to find successful utilities. It's either way, it's it's an expensive and time-consuming uh, activity that providers go through to find that that right utility. And I think the one thing that that draws it together, or one thing that links uh, the successful long-term relationships, is the provider knows the utility and understands, and and sometimes doesn't. Uh, choose the wrong utility to work with over a long term. Yeah, Andre, and I think that's a great point because just like dating, right, there's everyone in your life probably found their significant other through various ways, right? So th that totally makes sense. And just like there's, I can find somebody through speed dating or it could be through a friend of a friend now, or I could use this piece of technology to help me connect with someone. Um, 
yeah, I definitely, I definitely can see that. And so maybe it's just expanding or giving another option to the industry on how to connect and find. And Kim, you brought up a good point that I wanted to hit on. You talked about RFPs um, and that's a way for people to find and you related it to online dating profiles. And I think that that's a good point. But the thing with that process today is that that tells you what the um you're you're already talking about what the utility is looking for and then the provider is responding to that specific need so that's that's a little bit um you're not potentially getting that fresh version of what the provider is actually providing right just like if somebody saw my online dating profile but i didn't see theirs they could tailor it to meet my needs when maybe that's not exactly what i was looking for but they know that if they could tailor it i'm gonna probably choose them because they changed to fit what i wanted so that kind of leads me to my next question um, because you know we have websites today um, for for providers, they all have websites that you can go and visit. But it's really hard for utilities sometimes to maybe uh, compare those websites and figure out, you know, is that the right solution for them? So I'm going to ask you guys, do you think it would be better for providers to have those, and I'm using quotations here, dating profiles as well as utilities? Um, before that RFP process even starts? Would that help in that communication and that um, building of a relationship, in your opinion? Absolutely. And the, the reason I'm, I say absolutely is because, firstly, it would help utilities find more options out there that, you know, that are more suitable for them in the long term. Because there's there's more there's a place to go to see those dating profiles, Andre. Is that what you're saying? Well, if you um, have a look at how it works today, uh, a utility only knows what options are available to them through relationships and attending a conference once a year, or by doing a Google search, and that is. Um, you know, somewhat limiting in in finding a full range of options uh, that are available to them. So I think having a a dating profile that a uh, provider can put together would greatly enhance what's available for a utility. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm trying to think. It's so bad that I don't have any online dating experience, but I I learned vicariously through others. And what's the word, Shannon, um, when someone puts a picture out there on their online dating site and then it doesn't look anything like them? Yeah, it's catfishing. Thank yep. you, catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I couldn't think of the word. I knew it had fishing in it somewhere. But um, sometimes I liken some of the process that we go through to, to catfishing, even a company's website. And, and we all do it, right? We want our websites to represent the best and we want our dating profiles to represent our, our best. We want our proposals to, to represent all of us in, in the best light. But it takes so much time and resources for a utility to kind of weed through the catfishing, if you will, <laughs> and, and get to the truth to really figure out 
you know, is this the right solution for me? Are they trying to represent that they do something that they don't really do? And and that's just a, a lot of, of waste, um, in, in my opinion. And, and I think if, if providers actually looked back, they, they, they would see the same. You know, we don't really need to catfish, right? So if we're doing this, this matching right and being able to look at both parties um, for, the, for the right fit, we all would save a lot of time and energy and, and resources and money and, and all of that that goes through the, the sales process. But that's the word that came to mind. A lot of what we do today is, is a lot of catfishing and it takes a, a lot longer to find the right match. So Kim, yeah. just just to jump in there. So what you're saying, if I understand correctly, is if utilities are proactive and put their real true selves out there, they they're really saying what they do and what they can provide to a utility, rather than being reactive and responsive, and responding to a utility how they think the utility wants them to be, so that they'll win the work. Right. Yeah, it goes both ways for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. if it's the same questions asked to multiple providers, it's also a little bit easier to see who has more experience or is being a little bit more truthful because of the way how they respond. It's the same question, right? Everybody has the same information versus somebody could be really good at photoshopping um, and, you know, masking or um, what they have to offer. So I definitely think pro dating profile is something that, uh, providers could take away from the dating world or we even in the sales world and Andre is one of the best when you know as a solution architect when you have someone who's very knowledgeable or a very good demo person or professional demo people or professional proposal writers right they know exactly how to word those they know exactly how to polish everything up and provide the right answers but is that really representative of of what the utility is going to actually get so there, there's there's a lot of catfishing going on even in, in that process. It's not necessarily realistic. And another reason why a profile or an equivalent of a dating profile would benefit utilities is it would also benefit the providers that are not known in the industry. There's been so much technology innovation um, and entering the utility market is very difficult for these new providers uh, because they're not known names and by enabling them to create a a, pri a profile um, this would inform utilities of what's available for them yeah could not agree more andre especially since technology is changing so fast i think we've had this conversation before like developing an application, getting infrastructure is so quick, right? Like you just put a credit card down and you have access to infrastructure to build something. That rapid innovation, are utilities able to take advantage of that when they can only go to a conference once a year um, and only potentially see the same providers because that new innovative solution or service doesn't have the money to attend a conference or doesn't believe that that's the best way to spend their money because like Kim you said earlier you know they could go to those conferences and they could meet people that aren't even looking for what they're selling and they're putting time and effort into that without possibly getting a return back so I think that definitely those dating profiles can help expand your network just like they do in the dating world today right and I can meet somebody online that lives two towns over that I would never normally meet but that 30 minute drive really isn't that bad just like um, in today's world, I could potentially like to have that 
uh, provide that new provider that's going to give me the solution to solve my problems. So I definitely agree with that. Now we talked about profiles um, and we talked about, you know, finding and connecting, um, which is great. Do you guys think that utilities, and I think I know the answer to this, utilities and providers need to still meet in person? Um, and if that's the case, what uh, do you think that technology can bring um, and enhance those interactions? Uh, I think that's such an interesting question, especially if we were to compare it to, you know, online dating, right? Are you going to move into a long-term relationship and you've never met in person? There's just still, in my opinion, I'm the old school, <laughs> there's still something about that, that personal interaction. But can you get to a certain point where you're having some dialogue and communication and understanding about a person or a an entity or two entities prior to making that investment to have to get on an airplane or make the trip there, what, whatever that is, right? To, to do that in, in person meeting, there can be a lot of work that's done ahead of time to even decide whether it's worth it to invest that kind of money, especially, you know, from a provider perspective, that's, that's not cheap to do all of those sales calls and travel around and hotel costs. Um, so yeah, I, I think I do think that there's merit to meeting in person. Um, does it have to be on the upfront uh, for conferences and such? No, I, I I don't think so. Do with that said, do I think conferences should go away? No, I I, I don't. I think there's a a great need for those and a great time and place. Just like happy hour is never going to go away, or mixers or those types of things, but. Um, I definitely think before entering into a, any kind of long-term relationship, um, yeah, in-person meetings say a lot about the people that you're going to be working with, the people that you're going to be buying from, uh, those types of things. I, I, I definitely think in-person interaction during the sales process um, is a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Kim. I think the ability for the utility and the provider to have knowledge about each other before they invest the time is is super valuable and it just makes the time together um, more productive. Couldn't agree more. Well, thank you guys so much for your time today um, for our first of the online dating podcast series. Uh, what I took from today's conversation is um, we could probably learn or bring more technology in in terms of connecting and establishing relationships. You know, those in-person meetings aren't going to go away, but searching for your partner doesn't have to necessarily be so expensive or time-consuming. We can leverage technology to potentially expedite that process or streamline it. Also, technology is a great way for us to communicate and provide more transparency uh, within the industry so that people are um, being honest with what they, who they are and what they have to offer um, by creating those dating profiles. Now, I'm going to, probably a good thing if we can figure out what that technology is, but there's obviously a lot of smart people out there and we'll probably see something in the future. In the meantime, join us next time and what we can learn from our online dating series as we discuss the potential benefits of online dating from the utilities perspective. Can't wait.